Pomeroy Show. I am the aforementioned Roy H. Pomeroy, and I'm coming to you live on KRHP 105.1 FM. With me today and each day is my co-pilot and my good buddy, Henry Francis Tottenham. Say hello to the people, Henry. Hello. Hey, nice jacket. Oh, you like this? Yeah, it looks really keen. Well, I thought I'd wear something a little bit more groovy than my usual, uh, my usual stuff. My usual Sears After Dark collection pieces. Brown leather looks good on you. My hope with this jacket is that I'll put my guest at ease and, you know, he can be sometimes so, uh, contentious with media interviews. <laughs> yeah. Is our guest out there, Henry? Um, Can you see him out the window? Not yet. He should be pulling up here any time now, so keep your eyes peeled and just give me a thumbs up when you see his car. Do you know the make or model, what he's driving? That, I don't know. What do you uh, What do you suspect he drives? What kind of a car do you think there's uh, our guest? I almost said his name. Oh, don't spoil it, Roy. I could say his first name. No, 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 no clues, Roy. Well, I could say his first name as kind of a, a teaser for our audience. <sighs> Roy, just, okay, limit it to the first name. Today's special guest on the Roy H. Pomeroy Show has a first name. And that name... Yeah? ...is Bob. Ooh, is it Bob Hope? Henry, you know as well as I that today's guest is not uh, funny man Bob Hope. I know, I'm just doing some misdirection. Are you toying with the audience? Yeah, exactly. You're getting to be a great co-host. That's a classic co-host maneuver. The audience loves it. And speaking of our audience, we have a wonderful show today. Our guest, Bob, will be arriving after the uh, first commercial break, if all goes well, according to this uh, show notes schedule. It's an action-packed hour. But before we get into all that razzle-dazzle, I simply must get an update on those dune buggy adventures of yours. Oh, you want to know about the dunes? Yeah, tell me about those dunes. All right, I've been hitting the dunes every night. Very good. And I've been practicing a stunt. Mm-hmm. It's pretty spectacular. It's a double jump. I see. It's two dunes. Henry, you're joking around on me. No, it's two dunes. It's a two-dune jump. Holy smokes. You use a natural sand ramp. My doubled-over lords and saviors and stripes and stars forever. Jasper the Dune Blaster can only jump one. Scintillating dune action. And I do too, Roy. That's quite an impressive feat of daring, do you? And I land on two wheels. Well, I don't need to remind you of this, Henry, but perhaps there's someone out there who would benefit from some safety sayings. Yeah, Jasper. If you're out there in a recreational vehicle and you're hot-saucing around, maybe you're doing Papa Wheelies in a, a cave or something, please wear your safety harness and keep your hands on that wheel. You don't want to be grazed by a stalactite and thrown from your vehicle, knocked unconscious. How come, Roy? Oh my God, Henry. Unconscious in a cave. Yeah? Don't become dinner for a cavern serpent. <gasps> yeah, a cavern serpent. How big are those? Oh, cavern serpent? Yeah, how big is an adult? Oh, I'd say about a half a kilometer. Wow! Do you have a, a series of limestone caves that run near the dunes? Nope. Well, you're all set. Oh, phew. Ride safe out there and enjoy those caves. Don't turn a stunt cave into a cave of fools. Henry, what do we got? Uh, sports? It's time for sports. Cool. Today in sports news, Tommy Lasorda is in the hot seat. Lasorda was at a sports bar. Reports indicate the retired Dodgers manager got into it with Steve Garvey. Garvey, who is 33, has just signed with the San Diego Padres for $6.6 million New California dollars, leaving the Dodgers, who were unable to come up with the cash. Wow. Lasorda walked into his usual Friday night bar and grill, and I guess Garvey was deep into a plate of mozzarella sticks when he and his hangers-on caught sight of the retired Dodgers manager mm-hmm. and started making ape noises. Oh, that is so disrespectful. Lasorda could couldn't see too good in the glare of those low-slung Tiffany lamps on account of he forgot his glasses. So he did a squint. 
And when he finally recognized the source of the ape noises, he called out, Traitor! Across the sports bar. What'd Garvey do? Steve Garvey said, Oh, you know, take a hike, you retiree. What'd Tommy do? Lasorda? Yeah. Tommy Lasorda? Yeah, Tommy Lasorda. He said, At least I retired from the Dodgers as a Dodger mm-hmm. and not some stinking padre. Ouch. Well, sports fans, that done did it. I bet. Garvey slapped the table and he made all the drinks wobble and, he, and the place fell silent. He got up. He walked out, and people went, ooh, and pointed at Tommy Lasorda. That stings. That's a bad blood. That is. Boiling blood. Mm-hmm. A cauldron of viscera. Uh, again? A cauldron of viscera. One more time. A cauldron of viscera. <laughs> yeah. Henry? Yes? That's just about all the sports there is. Oh, great. Okay. Henry, are there any far out and groovy cars pulling into the parking lot? Any sort of uh, bobs getting out? Uh... No. All right. Nothing yet. He's cutting it close. Yeah. Must be taking the highway. You figure? Yeah. Highway 61, Henry. (laughs) Highway 61 revisited. Get that out of your system before he shows up. He's not going to like that. Sure. Oh, Roy, the ice capades. Oh, yes, of course. For a reason that lies beyond my grasp, 300 ice capade tickets remain for this weekend's ice spectacular at the LA Civic Center. Costume skaters, disco times, music, concessions. It's fun for you and your loved ones. Would you like a thick stack of these tickets to arrive in your mailbox? The number to call is 555-2179 and Henry will make these things go away. Just take a ticket. You don't even have to go. I'm going to level with you people here. If you call the studio, we will be honestly just, you know, we'll give you the whole box. You want the box? Be the king of this stuff. 555-2179. Call now. Oh, here's an angle. I just thought of this. Yeah? The first caller to call the studio here at 555-2179 will be deputized as the Roy H. Pomeroy Street Team. Radical. Stand outside a grocery store, stand outside Vaughn's, and wave these darn things around until they're all gone. Oh, I think, uh, yep, Bob is here. Oh, he is. He's driving a tan Oldsmobile with a rental sticker on it like Hertz? Bob is driving a rented car, a rented automobile from the Hertz Rental Car Automotive Company? Yeah. We will be right back with our special guest right after these messages. With my job, I can't afford to get tense from too much caffeine, so a friend told me something that made good sense. Ah, got time for a coffee break? Here he is. Uh-huh. He told me about Sanka brand decaffeinated coffee. I told him Sanka's 100% real coffee. Mm. That is good. And 97% caffeine-free. That's even better. <laughs> Sanka decaffeinated coffee. Good coffee that makes good sense. And we are back with the Roy H. Pomeroy Show. Joining us in the studio today is Mr. Tambourine Man himself, Bob Dylan. Hello out there in Radioland. I couldn't help notice, Bob Dylan, but you're uh, driving a Hertz rental car, an Oldsmobile. What's the story with that? It's just what I like to drive, Roy. It's what I drive. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it. Sure. I just fill it up with gasoline. If you say so. It works out cheaper. Hey, nice jacket. Thank you. Brown leather. So, Bob, do you consider yourself to still be a folk singer? Uh-oh, what? Well, you have your finger on the pulse of the young people, the it people, the it right now guy. That sounds like you just read that in a magazine. Well, I did happen to read that in Time magazine, but I don't see what that has to do. You can't believe what they print in a magazine at all. Oh? You got to be blind to read a magazine. That's uh, quite a revolutionary notion. Rip them up. Well, what are you supposed to read on a flight? Huh. On an airplane flight. What are you supposed to read? 
beat literature. Okay. Dharma bombs. Well, what if I uh, already read that stuff? You did? And didn't care for it. Uh-oh. What was wrong with it? Far too much loafing off. I prefer a protagonist who cares for his lawn in a responsible way. A lawn is just a garden for fools. Bob, the lawn is the bedrock of our society. Everybody likes to get out into the front yard. That's where you get seen. It's a golf course with no golf. Put on a nice robe, go get your newspaper, wave to your neighbor. A plastic neighbor. What would you have me do? Grow some wheat and till the land. Make your lawn a useful place. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, what would... What, what? <laughs> Bob, what would you like to talk about today here on the radio? What is your broadcast station radius? Oh, five miles. That's not half bad, man. Half bad, Roy. Sure. You got that antenna blasting five-mile radius. It's all rigged up. How does it work? Radio transmitters. It's a miracle of modern transistors. Soundboards. Microphone cables. Wires. Tape recorders. Levers. Computers. Dials. Video games. Buttons. Energy from the sun. Electricity. Radiation. Nuclear power. Internal combustion engine. Oil. Well, oil ain't nothing but slavery juice. <laughs> what? Oil is uh, nothing but slavery juice? Yeah, slavery juice. The juice of slaves. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm afraid you're uh, mistaken, Bob Dylan. Uh, oh. Oil is made of a dinosaur sauce. How can you be so sure? Dinosaur sauce. So, Bob, you reject the folk label, but it uh, appears to me that you're quite folky in all of your regards. Untrue. I traded my brown guitar for electric red guitar. Oh, you've gone electric. Me goes electric. I see. My music is electrical now, Roy. Oh, Bob. Yeah? I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you've truly gone electric, huh? then you're using up a hell of a lot of dinosaur sauce. This cannot be. Oh, you can bet your bottom dollar. I renounce rock and roll. Really? I'm back to folk. This is a Roy H. Pomeroy show exclusive. Wow. Bob Dylan has renounced rock and roll and has returned to the folk singing musics of yesteryear. Yes, sir, Mr. DJ Man. Now, Bob, without all that rock and roll pressure to come up with all that hard rocking material, is there some stuff you'd like to say through the medium of folk times singing? You know, modern California problems and uh, issues and folk notions? I don't know. I hadn't thought about it. What would you suggest? Well, there are some local young people who are causing a commotion on our tennis court over at the Atwater Village Recreation Center. Gee, I don't know. They've been sneaking onto the court after hours and striking the ground with aluminum baseball bats, causing a spray of sparks. You know, it's wreaking havoc with the surface. It's wreaking havoc with that tennis surface. That sounds fun. Hit the ground with a baseball bat. Oh, Bob, if you only knew what that thing costs to resurface, that was $2,000 out of the last fiscal quarter. If I could wander the earth all day hitting stuff, I would. Bob, I've only known you for a short while, but I believe you're the kind of a man who would swiftly tire of such municipal destruction. Oh, gee, I guess. Yeah, you ought to run for block captain. That'll change your tune on vandalism. Now, Roy, when I first got here, I thought you were uptight. Oh, I'm not uptight. I'm no sort of neurotic. But the more I get to know you, the more you seem out of sight. Thank you. Thank you, Bob Dylan. I am pleased to make a gentlemanly turn. As a reward for your contrition, I would like to extend the offer of picking a song for Henry here to play. If it would please the court, I humbly request 
just one time by Juicy Lucy. Uh, we got that, Roy. Far out. You're listening to KRHP 105.1 FM. This is Just One Time by Juicy Lucy. Listening to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHP 105.1 FM. You're home for ice capade tickets. And if you're just joining us, we are live in the studio with Mr. Bob Dylan. And I've gone back to acoustic. Bob, I'm afraid I must make a confession. Oh? We did once meet at a party in the middle 60s, I'd say. It was an industry soiree. Huh. This was at the home of another Bob. Bob Iger. I can dig it. I and some media types had gathered near the chip area where there were a few bowls of uh, 60s chips. What kind? Potato kind. What else? A corn kind. Spicy? Dashed with various spiced powders. I do love chips. Well, you were there and you seemed to be in a puckish frame of mindscape because no sooner had Mrs. Iger had refreshed the corn chips, yeah? you sort of busted into the circle of suit jacket wearing fellas and made off with the chips. No way! Does this shake loose any memories? I would never steal chips, Roy. I can prove it. I can prove it to you. But how? If you take my hand, I will lead us both into a California mind power trance. This I gotta see. Henry, we're going into a trance. Oh, okay. We're in a trance. Great. What do you see? We're floating over a large Hollywood home in the middle 60s, and we are floating in through the skylight. Oh, mama. 
I see myself. Oh, I look good. Sharp threads. Bob, what a crazy, uh, what a crazy getup you're wearing. Oh, I forgot about that hat. There are the chips. I'm looking at the chips. And you're approaching the chips? My favorite chips are the chips I'm stealing. And you've just made off with the chips. So, Bob, it was true. I would do it again. All right, we're going to be right back with more Roy H. Pomeroy show after these messages. My children cleaning? It's your birthday, so we're cleaning. But that's not pledge. It says it works on wood. Maybe, but our furniture deserves pledge. It's specially formulated for wood. Watch. See how clearly it shines with pledge? Hey, my side looks blurry. And the pledge side? It's bright and beautiful. What's burning? We made dinner, too. Doesn't your wood deserve pledge every time you dust? And we're back with more Roy H. Pomeroy Show here on KRHP 105.1 FM Los Angeles. With us in the studio is Mr. Uh, Bob Dylan. Bob. Hello out there. Henry, I have a most curious notion. Oh, yeah? Let's do a let's do a Bob Dylan corner. Bob, are you into this? Sure. What can I say? Just go nuts. Say whatever you want. Is it okay with your little buddy? Well, I'm in charge of the corners, Bob, so... Fine by me. It'll be my pleasure. All right. This is Bob Dylan Corner. Hey out there in California land, what kind of shoes are on your feet? A rich man's shoes or ripped up or a poor guy's shoes? Hmm. Maybe you should walk a mile in another pair of shoes, but one that fits. Go to Floorsheim Shoes and you can spend a whole day. Oh, wow. You can wear the sandals of a prophet or the metal shoe of like a... A knight in shining armor. Interesting. Yeah, stomp around. Night shoes. If you've been trying to quit cigarettes, lean up against a building and smoke a cigarette in black and white. Oh, and then quit? Yeah, then quit. <laughs> Say, how come they don't sell flowers in the joke shops? Why would they? Because they don't last very long. It's a basically a joke gift. Right, right. You're right. giving somebody flowers that will be dead within three days. Right. Certain birds work for the sea. Is that a fact? Only the pigeons tell the truth. All preach. Well, a dollar's just a hundred pennies, and a penny ain't no good. Right. Knock on wood. What for? For luck, Roy. For good luck, Roy. Okay, if you say so. The captain of the ship is just a stowaway. Keep them coming, Bob. Ladies got beautiful hair. Right. Some chips are too spicy. Which one? I'm thinking of Doritos specifically, Roy. Okay. Hey, Doritos, be less spicy, please. Precisely. If you want to learn to play guitar, you got to sit on a bus and look out the window and sigh. Uh, why is that? You got to be a lonesome wanderer. Okay. Jewelry is very glitterish. No arguments there. Oh, how it sparkles and it shines. Mm-hmm. The helicopters are just circle airplanes. Whoa. Well, here's a fun craft you can do on a rainy day. <laughs> oh, splendid. Get yourself an ice cube tray. All right. Pour the orange juice in. Okay. Now cover with saran wrap and poke a toothpick in each cube. Ah. Pop that in the icebox for eight hours. Sure. Homemade popsicles. Holy smokes, Bob. That's a wonderful craft. Whoa, mama. Can this really be the end? <laughs> okay, you want you want to finish that? To be stuck inside of Mobile. Yes. With the Memphis Blues again. Are you satisfied, Bob Dylan? Yeah, that's all I got. All right, that concludes our Bob Dylan Corner. 
Are we allowed to smoke in here? Oh, I don't see a problem with it. This is 1982. Yeah. Uh, but if you prefer, I mean, you could go outside. We do have a smoking area. Okay, I might do that. It's beside the parking lot. It's There's a grill down there. Dennis is usually hanging out on uh, nice days. I know that, Dennis. Did you meet Dennis? Yeah, he's the one who let me in. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, I'm just going to go down and smoke a cigarette. I'll be right back, okay, guys? Okay, we'll hold down the fort here on KRHP 105.1 FM. Ah, what a great guest. Henry, do you have eyes on Bob? He's not going to take off on us, is he? Um, well, he's out there. All right, what's he doing? He's smoking. As expected. He's with Dennis. Oh. Looks like Dennis is showing him the grill. Henry, I gotta ask, how'd you manage to land this week's guest? I told him we were friends with Wilfred Brimley. Well, that's not even a trick, Henry. That's, uh, that's true. Yeah, we're all buddies. Yeah, let's call him. We have his number, right? I'm dialing it right now. You just go ahead and patch him through when you raise him, all right? He's on the line. Folks, our next guest joins us from his one-horse ranch. It's Sir Wilfred Brimley. Hello, everybody. Yes. Hello, Henry. Hi there. Hello, Roy. Greetings, Wilford. What's up? I'm on my ranch. Staying out of trouble, I presume? Been doing my chores. Oh? Uh, running a metal detector through my oak fields. Anything good? Found a whole bunch of horseshoes and an old Roman coin. A coin of antiquity. Must have been an old coin collector done lived here before, you know, I moved on to this ranch. You're not the only one burying treasure. Oh, hold on here. Sorry. Sorry about this. Uh, what's up? Gotta wipe my eyes. Okay. It's the cinnamon. Cinnamon getting to you? Well, the air is holding about 70% of all the cinnamon it can stand. Is there a cinnamon council advisory? or? There's a cinnamon advisory out for the ranch areas. All right. Not even going to try to start my truck. Oh. The air filter becomes jammed with cinnamon. Don't risk engine damage. Won't start. Play it safe. Don't even bother on a day like this. Do you have any plans? My great, great, great grandchild is coming over today as a boy. <laughs> going to go fishing. A great, great Great-grandchild? Grandchild, great-grandchild. So, okay, so some kind of grandchild. However it works. I don't mean to pry into your affairs. Well, I ain't no genealogist and I ain't no mind reader neither. All right. I'm pretty tickled about the upcoming Ice Capade show. Have you selected someone to attend with? No, I haven't figured out who to take. It's coming up, you know, so... Maybe if I go to the diner today and hold those tickets up over my head and say, which one of you gals are going to be my date? Well, that just might work. Bring extra cardigans and sweaters and scarves, because that whole place is just one big ice cube show. You got to give those guys credit. They do ice that place down. Something fierce. One thing I'll say about the high cinnamon advisor warning level is it makes the old fields taste naturally great. If only there were such a thing as a brown sugar storm. Listen to yourself. You sound like a jackass. A, a brown sugar storm? No. Oh, my, my, my. Uh, apologies, Wilford. I understand. I'm much obliged. City folks. Yes, I am from the Atwater Village. I'm a big ranch man. I respect all ranchers. You ain't just fiddling Dixie. No, no, no. Goodbye, Roy. Goodbye. Goodbye, Henry. Bye-bye. I love yous. We, uh, we love you, too. Okay. You know, Henry, in today's fast-paced world of microprocessors, it's just uh, nice to catch up with a ranch man, Wilfred Brimley. He loves us. Henry, where is Bob? Where is Bob? Um, oh, he's in the hall. No worries, here I am. Welcome back. We were getting very concerned about you, Bob. I'm sorry. We thought you might run off. Bob, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where'd you come up? Duluth, Minnesota. Duluth? I'm familiar. Are you a Midwesterner? I was born in the Wisconsin Dells. How far from Duluth? As the crow flies, I reckon that's uh, about 
257 miles. Is that about right, Henry? I'll look it up. Judges? 157. That's a journey of about three and a half hours by automobile, unless, of course, you stop for French fries. What'd your folks do? My father owned and ran a pharmacy, and I was a, a pharmacy boy. Huh. Do you remember your first job? Oh, I delivered magazines. Huh. Is that why you hold such animosity towards the newspaper and uh, magazine industries? What kind of question is that? All right, you can just climb on down off that soapbox right now, Bob Dylan. Birdcage liner. You look right here, mister. I'll be having none of that. Sorry. Got any hobbies? I ride a motorcycle. Oh, okay. I ride it around in a cavern. Henry, did you hear that? Bob Dylan likes to ride a motorcycle around inside a a cave or a cavern. Do you use limestone tires? Yeah, 15-inch limestones. Listen to you two. Can you run them on sand? All right, let's move on. Yeah, if you want to ruin the tread. (sighs) This ain't no RV stunt time spectacular show super duper far out, you know, (laughs) motorcycle hour. Let's just focus on something the whole general audience in our five-mile broadcast radius would be interested in. Okay. Do you like westerns? Yeah. I'm writing a, a new novel. I'm a bit of a hobbyist novelist. My new novel is set in the Old West. What's the title? The title? Yeah. The title of my novel is No, You Go On and Get Out of Here. That sounds like a must read. Speaking of getting out of here, we must briefly get out of here to make way for a sponsor. But I can promise you this, we will return after these messages. Tony, my transparent little friend, I can tell you have a date. Actually, I'm spending the evening with Agatha Christie. Why using close-up? To sit home and read? Why not? Close-up has real mouthwash for fresh breath. Yes, and but... special whiteners to get my teeth their whitest. Ah, but you're sacrificing fluoride, silly boy. Close-up now has fluoride. What? Fluoride? Meet new improved close-up. And meet Agatha Christie. Hi. New improved close-up. Whiter teeth, fresh breath, and now fluoride. The Roy H. Pomeroy Show has returned triumphantly to the airwaves here on KRHP 105.1 FM. So, Bob, where were you when you heard the news the rest of the United States of America had disappeared into a mist? Oh, I always remember it, Roy. I was walking through a graveyard with a transistor radio. Oh, which cemetery was this? Oh, the Hollywood one. Oh, that place is rife with the skeletons of Fatty Arbuckle. And, uh, you know, who's that other guy? Stan Laurel? Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. That's the gentleman, officer. So you're having a sort of radio uh, stroll through the cemetery and looking at all those old-time uh, Hollywood graves and you hear the news. Well, I screamed because I was in a cemetery which is already quite spooky to me. Sure, all those headstones and spider webs. I couldn't believe my ears and my eyes were looking at a grave. Did you fall to your knees and say what? No, Roy. I, I, I hailed a taxi, called my own shoe. I ran as fast as I could. How very curious. You didn't collapse upon the scene? No, there's no chance I would lay down on the ground and have a skeleton hand grasp me. You're not afraid of that stuff. Don't tempt fate. Oh, that's just a bunch of superstitious nonsense. Well, I'm not sticking around to find out. I wouldn't worry about that. I shall not be grasped. Oh, look, I agree. I know, I agree. You don't want to get grasped by a skull's hand. It's a vanishingly rare occurrence to have a skeleton come back alive and attack you. It's like 
or something like that. It was the heaviness of the news. Mm -hmm. I had to cancel my 1982 U.S. tour. Oh, that'll impact your purse. The only good thing about it is that now, of course, there are less ghosts because they all got zapped. All those East Coast ghosts. That is a silver lining, but at what cost? It cost me the box office for Radio City Music Hall, Roy. Plus, yes. now when I think of going on tour, I have to think about lots of skeletons. Oh, Bob, those skeletons were there prior to receiving the news about the United States of America being uh, atomized. I've been traumatized by possible skeleton attacks and having my U.S. tour cut short. You could try a, a little cinnamon. This ain't no square werewolf scene. A little cinnamon? It can't hurt to try. Skeletons don't give two figs about cinnamon. Okay, well, you know, granted, the cinnamon is probably not an effective defense against skeleton attack, but what you could do is take an empty Windex bottle and fill that up with vinegar. Just give a blast of that to any attacking skeletons. What would vinegar do? Well, the vinegar will simply wreak havoc upon all that spooky time's calcium deposits. Say, I could tuck the trigger of that Windex bottle into my belt loop like a gunfighter. Oh, sure. And if you hear any sort of skeleton sounds, you just rip that thing out, do a couple twirls around your finger using centrifugal force, like uh, you're spinning your pistol arrow at the Battle of the OK Corral. You can call me Quick Draw Dylan. Yes, sir, cowboy, sir. I was born Robert Zimmerwoman. Re- really? And I changed my name. Oh, to what? To Robert Zimmerman. Okay, and then what? Then I changed it again. To what? To Bob Dylan. Okay. And now? Yes? Quick draw, Dylan. Okay, quick draw. Yes, quick draw is a nickname. It's a handle. It's the whole reason the pump don't work. It's not a legally binding name change unless you've got one of those, um, oh, what are those called? Henry, help me out here. Well, what are you thinking? Well, they've got that uh, stamp thing that looks like a something from a public library. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? What is that called? Hmm. I can't think of it. It's like on the tip of my tongue. Are you thinking of a lawyer? No, not a lawyer. I think it's a lawyer. Ah, oh, damn. If you know what that stuff is called, the official person who witnesses the signing of a document and has some kind of uh, stamp, why don't you call in and sound off? That number is 555-2179. Ah, we got one. Patch them through, Henry. Sure. Go ahead, caller. You're live on the Roy H. Pomeroy Show. You're on the air. Oh, what happened? Oh. I just hung up. Hang up. A prankster. Sorry. That's all right. We'll just go ahead and play a song. Okay. This is Bedazzled by the Dudley Moore Trio.
that song sounds like I look half the time with my shades. Well, that was Dudley Moore, and that was uh, the Bedazzled song. Could I say it, Roy? Could I say all that stuff? You wish to say the station identification? Yes. Oh, I don't have a problem with that. Knock yourself out. You are tuned into 105.1 FM on the FM station of the radio show to the Bob Dylan Show. This is a, this is a mutiny. Hey, this is the Bob Dylan Show. Oh, no, it's not. Just kidding. It's That's more like it. Do you have any romance in your life, Bob? I'm single as a Pringle. Huh. Like a potato chip came with a stack of extruded potato chip uh, curved chips. You like those uh, Pringles? Pringles is my new kind of favorite chip I eat. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Pringles' newfangled potato chips. Dr. Pringle, I'm afraid you have me at a disadvantage. Well, haven't you never wondered, Roy, about the character with the mustache face? I can't say that I have. That's Dr. Pringle, and he's here to say that the chips are different today. What's your favorite flavor? Uh, sour cream and onion. And barbecue kind. For me, I prefer the plain. Well, I knew you were going to say that. It's an honest man's chip. I like to lay down some potato chip bongo drums on the tube of the tube. You know, the, the chips come in wrong. The chip tube. What was that? Oh, what was what? Did you hear that? No, no. That sounded like broken glass. Henry? Did someone throw a glass? I confess I didn't hear a glass over my headphones. I have to go, Roy. It was a pleasure. Oh, all right, all right. Goodbye, Roy and Henry. Okay, we'll see you around town, and uh, we'll be right back. I have a horrible headache, and it hurts here and here. It feels like just sharp shooting pains that go back and forth. What do you usually take for headaches? I've been taking aspirin for headaches for about 20 years. Interesting, Billy, because the number one selling brand of pain reliever doesn't contain aspirin. What is number one? It's Tylenol. You're kidding. Today, we'd like you to try extra strength Tylenol. You know you can't buy a more potent pain reliever without a prescription. I would prefer to find out for myself. Look at the difference in the amount of medicine in the leading pain relievers. Extra strength Tylenol has more medication. I still would like to know how it works on me. I, I'm very, very pleased my headache's gone and extra strength Tylenol did it. I'm going to buy extra strength Tylenol for me to take and my husband's going to take it too. Try extra strength Tylenol. Capsules and tablets. Aspirin free. And you can't buy a more potent pain reliever without a prescription. The headache is just gone. I feel fine. You are listening to KRHP 105.1 FM, Los Angeles. I told you we had a hell of a show today. Henry, that was Bob Dylan, the real deal tambourine man. Yeah, hot guest. I hope we see him again. I still have some questions here written down. Uh, really? Oh, let's see. Why Why didn't he want to work on Maggie's farm no more? Oh, yeah. Why? I wonder. What was so bad? Yeah. I like farms. I also wanted to know his favorite color. But of course, these questions are written down before the, the guest walks in, and he walks in, he bowls you over, and you kind of have to follow the conversation where he takes it. Did you guys really astral project back to the 60s party with chips? Oh, well, Henry, truth be told, I'm not actually sure if that does work. He believed it. Could you see the past? Of course I could see the party. I just don't know if I can take someone by the hand and lead him into the past. Huh. We could try it sometime. I'd like that. Do you think Bob Dylan, like, could see it? I think Bob... Bob Dylan was just a highly suggestible individual. Like a far-out artist? Oh, well, those types of folks are all perfectly attuned to the vibrations of crystals and seashells and, you know, tassels and different bric-a-brac. You know. <laughs> yeah. They do not reside entirely on the plane of normal reality. They are... Yes? Hard to deal with. 
Henry, how are we doing on time here? Um, we've got 10 minutes. What are we doing? I don't know. What is it, uh, 36 minutes past the hour? Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe John will call. John Lennon of the Beatles. If you can hear the sound of my voice over your radio, give us a call. That number is 555-2179. John on line one. John, how's it going? This is Roy. Greetings, Paul H. Ramaroy. You have the famous Bob Dylan on your famous Paul H. Ramaroy show, you know. Bob Dylan? I know you like that guy. Hmm. Are you two friends? No. I don't know why. I assumed you two were friends. Well, that's what happened, Roy. Bob corrupted Ringo. He was waiting till Ringo fell asleep one night, and he put a bunch of drugs in his mouth and, you know, lit him up, and they woke up. He was all puffing up the smoke, you know, from the drugs. He got real confused. He didn't know if it was Tuesday or Thursday, you know. Me oh my oh. That is one low-down, dirty stunt. Ringo thought his hi-hat was cross with him, Roy. <laughs> he thought his hi-hat was angry? And Ringo thought his snare drum had been come enchanted by a witch. He would refuse to play it. He played everything on the high tom. This is shocking. He thought his drumsticks were, you know, toothpicks for a giant. So how's it going? What's up? Oh, with me personally and Yoko... And Paul? Yes, but, you know, how have you been, John? I've been feeling quite depressed, you know. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Having a bit of a down week. I've just been lying in bed, you know, flipping through the channels and, you know, eating all these candies. Well, you just can't stay inside the motel all the time, John. We've got three musketeers, Bob. You gotta get out there. I know, Roy, I know. Have you been house hunting? Yoko and I read the local real estate listings, but there's no, not enough bedrooms usually. Well, you can't beat those interest rates right now. They're holding fast at 17% APR. Is that for 30 years? Yes, Beetle John Lennon, that's a fixed 30-year mortgage. Oh, hey, Roy, would you play for me a song? I want to hear Taxman by Junior Parker. Taxman by Junior Parker? That's the stuff, you know. Well, that's a nothing but a Beatles cover. I have it queued up, Roy. Let it play. play, play. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, <laughs> and 19 for me. Cause I'm the tax man. Should 5% appear too small? Just be thankful. <laughs> I don't take it all. Tax man is something else, isn't it? Cause I'm the tax man. drive a truck, I'll tax the street, and if you try to fix it, <laughs> I'll tax your seat, if you get too cold, I'll tax the heat, and if you take a walk, and this is awful, I'll tax your feet, cause I'm the tax man. Now 
these commercial messages. Introducing Mr. Culver's Sparklers. Light up the sparklers. The new air fresheners that look as beautiful as they smell. Smell that sunny freshness. Just hang up sparklers and out comes a fresh, clean, sunny fragrance. Hang up the sparklers. Show off sparklers in every room of your home. They're too pretty to hide. Light up the sparklers. Sparklers. The new air fresheners that look as beautiful as they smell. You have been listening to The Roy H. Pomeroy Show here on KRHP 105.1 FM, Los Angeles. And joining us by telephone is uh, Beatle John Lennon. Hello, I'm John Lennon, you know. John, so what are you looking for in a home? Uh, good schools. All right. Four bedrooms. Sure, one bedroom per Beatle. Storage for stuff. Do you need your own private rock and roll area? I've got three guitars. And precisely how are, how large of a room do you need for all that stuff? Well, I'd like 14 by 14. What are your needs versus wants? 12 by 12. What about a swimming pool? Yoko wants one. Would you consider above ground? I would, but Yoko wouldn't. Do you like uh, pocket doors? No comment. What about a kitchen? Yes, Roy. Is Yoko Ono a big kitchen lady? Is she or is she one of these liberated restaurant women? You know, always ordering out. She cooks at home, really. I don't know why that surprises me. Huh. Perhaps because of her far-out Japanese-style art. She loves her oven. I tell you what, John Lennon, I will keep an eye out on the real estate listings in the Atwater Village. And if I catch wind of any one of my neighbors thinking about selling, I'll let you know what they got for a house. Much obliged, you know. And I'll do you one better. I'll filter out the fixer-uppers. Good. And do yourself a favor, John. You get out of that hotel bed, you put down that candy bar, and you get outside and you breathe in the wonderful California-style magic hour air. I'll try, Roy. All right, take it easy. All right, goodbye. You 
know, Henry, I needn't say it, but this was a wonderful show. I yeah. wasn't a liar up at the front. I know I always say it's going to be a wonderful show, and I always have a good intention. Right. But today's mix of, uh, who do we have? Dylan. Bob Dylan. Brimley. Wilfred Brimley. Lennon. And John Lennon mm-hmm. was a winning combination. Uh, you are correct. We are simply the hottest show in town. We're doing great. Ain't nobody got nothing on us. K-West can't touch us. Now, what did we learn today? 17% APR. Mm-hmm. Dylan is spooked by skeletons. Orange juice popsicles. Pigeons are trustworthy. Friendship. Cavern serpents. Get out of bed and take a walk. Want to go to the hamlet? Yes, we have earned a hamburger hamlet hamburger. If there ever was one, and there is, so let's go out. Let's go grab our jackets and get the heck on out of here. Cool. All right, everybody out there in Radio Land, you just stay tuned for the future of the Roy H. Pomeroy Show. I swear on this double Bible that we will have amazing guests that'll just beat the band. Radical. Magnificent.